Hi, everyone. Aaron Smith and Nancy Bakeman with EVA. Welcome to the EVA webinar podcast series. We're really excited today to have future-proof healthy home strategies with Panasonic and Swidget. If you haven't learned, learned about Swidget yet, you're going to hear a lot about it today. We'll answer a lot of your questions. You can put questions, as always, in the Q&A section at the bottom of the screen. Some of you will put it in chat anyway. We'll be monitoring both, and we'll get those questions. But First, I want to introduce a long-time uh, friend of EBA and uh, board member, uh, Russell Pope. Russell, it's always great to see you, and it's especially great to have Panasonic and Swidget here today so uh, all of our folks can learn more about it. Well, thanks for having us. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm not going to steal the show today. I'm going to leave that all up to Justin. But, but one of the things that we're not going to talk to you about because you've been talked to it to death almost, and that is the importance of healthy homes. Uh, but what we are going to talk to you about is how to create a cost-effective and future-proof strategy so that you can provide healthy homes to your, to your buyers and uh, it not break the bank. So without further ado, I'll introduce Justin Argitu, um, and he is with Swidget, where the Panasonic is the sole distributor for the Swidget devices in North America, and we're excited to receive inventory in the next uh, few weeks. Thank you, Russell, and thank you, Eva, for allowing us the platform to talk about our indoor air quality solution today. So as uh, Russell mentioned, Panasonic and Swidget, we entered into a partnership for the electrical and HVAC and select retail channel for US and Canada. And it's been really exciting because instead of selling individual products in way of ventilation fans or smart devices, we're actually now able to provide a true solution. We're selling a solution, um, especially when it comes to indoor air quality. So what is Swidget? Swidget is a modular, future-proof smart device. It's a Canadian invention. So like I mentioned, we're a future-proof design. We can monitor power at our outlets and switches. We can add additional functionality to your smart device, and we provide controllability over multiple platforms. So what makes Swidget future-proof? We separate the power component from the smart technology itself. So everything that's not likely to change with the advancement of technology is housed in the powered or the wired device. And those devices get wired up in your home's ecosystem, just like any other electrical device in your home. The smart technology is where we house, or the, the module is where we house that smart technology. So everything that is likely to change with the advancement of technology and future platforms is housed in the module. So the concept is you install your device once and as new technologies emerge, you can simply swap out your control insert module. And we have, and we have platforms, we have our Wi-Fi modules. We're soon gonna launch the Z-Wave and Zigbee modules and all of our platforms work with Alexa as well as Google. And we just finished a proof of concept with 5G technology. So we're gonna have 5G modules as well in the near future. So I mentioned that our power, our devices can monitor power. So when, we, when I say we monitor power, we're not monitoring whether something is on or off, we can actually monitor accurately to within five to seven watts, how much power is being consumed at the outlets. So at each of the outlets, they have uh, current sensors built in and or the switching device. So when I talk about switching devices, I'm talking about our on-off switch and our dimmer switch. 
Along with power, power monitoring, we have notifications. So you can set up notifications such as when my sump pump has been on for 10 minutes, send me a notification. It's something I want to know about. Or if I've left the space heater on and it's been on for two hours, send me a notification and shut that outlet off. You can also do an overconsumption. So if you know your refrigerator or freezer consumes on average 300 watts or below, you could set up a rule to say that when my freezer is consuming greater than 300 watts for a period of 10 minutes, send me a notification. Might mean that someone left the freezer door open, or maybe it's time to replace that compressor. And in addition to that, you can get power out notifications as well as connection errors. So when you lose connectivity to your home's network, you can get that notification to alert you. Along with power monitoring, we can create rules. So we can create rules to identify, you know, or take care of some of that vampire power or the phantom power. I think in the U.S., depending on what studies you look at, people spend anywhere from $900 to $1,200 and up in utility costs based on phantom power. And when we talk about phantom power, vampire power, we're talking about, you know, your TV console, your game consoles, your monitors, your printers. When those are off or so-called off or in sleep mode, you're still consuming power. So you could do things like set schedules at your outlet to turn off your TV or game console outlet from the hours of eight in the morning till three in the afternoon, or turn off my office outlet from 6 p.m. until 6 a.m. When it comes to the Panasonic and Swidget partnership, we specifically designed a switch to work with Panasonic's ERV the boost function on the ERV specifically, as well as their DC ventilation fans. And we create, so it's a dry contact switch or a relay switch. So it has two red wires that come out of the back of the switch. You do have to power the switch up with 120 volt, but we've separated that high voltage from the low voltage so that you can take those two red wires and run that to the boost function or the on-off function of the ERV as well as control a DC ventilation fan. So any of those fans that have the red wires or the signal wires is what they call them. And we're just sending a dry contact, so just an open and closed contact. Along with that dry contact switch, we also put the indicator lights. So you have the LED lights that will illuminate when you press it once, it'll count down for 20 minutes, 40 minutes for twice, three presses will give you a 60 minute, a fourth press will do a hold on. And then a fifth press at the top or a bottom press at any time will turn the switch off. It's important to note this dry contact switch as well can be used with a 120 volt AC ventilation fan. So you can wire it in two different ways as a dry contact switch or as a 120 volt switch. So we're able to control any of the Panasonic ventilation products available in the market. And Justin, can we put those in um, do I need to put them in before she, like, how am I talking to my bath fan? Cause I assume this is at the switch on the wall. But, yep. Um, how so it's I at the switch. Yeah. It's, it's at the switch on the wall. So you can simply swap out your existing control. It right. will work. It'll just wire up uh, just like any of the other devices, the way that existing fan switch is wired up. You're going to wire it up either in that 120 volt configuration or the dry contact, the red wire signal configuration and it'll control your bathroom fan. Great. So when we talk about those insert modules, because we have that space inside those modules, we have various inserts that can 
do motion sensing so we can detect occupancy and vacancy. We have temperature and humidity and we have indoor air quality. So the indoor air quality will measure your total volatile organic compounds, temperature, humidity, pressure, as well as equivalent CO2. So, and then we have the combination of the temperature, humidity, and motion all in one insert. So again, Swidget is a manufacturer of smart devices, but with these pre-programmed rules, we've designed it in such a way so these will operate to control your ventilation fan in a smart way without you needing to download the app or connect it to your network. And the way this works is with our 204060 switch, if you put any of those four sensing insert modules that are on the screen there, our motion, our motion temperature, humidity, our temperature, humidity, or our air quality insert, the pre-programmed rules or that insert when it's populated into that 204060 switch, it will recognize that it's in a 204060 switch and it's gonna operate according to pre-programmed rules. And those rules are, when I sense occupancy, turn on. When I sense vacancy for five minutes, turn off. Humidity, when my humidity increases by 15% or more in a quick period of time of less than a minute, turn my fan on. And when my humidity returns to its learned normal or within 5% of that learned normal and stays there for five minutes, then turn off. And it's important, I'm just going to pause there for a second. On the humidity, it's not a humidity stat where you're need to go and adjust or set that humidity level. It will adjust itself according to its environment. So these sensors, even if the switch is off, are constantly sensing the environment. So it's gonna take a look at the past six to 24 hours, let's say, and it's gonna say my benchmark, or this is my relative humidity is A. And then when it sees that spike of 15% or more in a quick period of time, that's what's gonna trigger that switch to come on. So in Toronto or in, in Minnesota where you are, Aaron, yeah. Um, your, your humidity level in, in, in the winters is going to be cold, dry. And, you know, in the summer times, you're going to have a higher humidity level. So you don't have to go in and adjust that switch. It's automatically going to operate in a smart way out of the box without connecting it or downloading any app to any network. Nice. And then the air quality insert will operate based on an air quality index of getting to moderate. So when the air in, index or the air quality index declines to moderate, it's going to turn the fan on or your ERV boost. And when it returns back to within 5% of, or sorry, when it returns to good and stays there for five minutes, it's going to turn off. Great. Justin, did I hear you right that you can, I'm assuming the bottom unit perhaps, does that have IAQ humidity, motion and temperature all in one? So the bottom one is our indoor air quality. So it has TVOC, so total volatile organic compounds, equivalent CO2, temperature, humidity and pressure. So the pre-programmed rules that will work with that one is gonna be air quality as well as humidity. Got it. And so then the second one down is your temperature, humidity and motion. Got it. So everything in one in the bottom, temperature, humidity, motion in the next one, humidity and motion in that one. And then the top one is just motion? Correct. Awesome. Thank you for clarifying that. So how does Swidget work? Essentially, you turn your home's electrical devices into smart ready devices. Not every device in your home needs to be a Swidget smart device. So we can strategically select devices that make sense throughout your home. You choose from a suite of customizable sensing or convenience options in way of USB chargers, guide lights, power out light, which will operate as an emergency light. We have our high definition video camera that will be launching in Q4 and you populate those into those devices accordingly. 
And again, what we're doing is we're using your device in your home, your, your switches and your outlets as a power supply for these sensing and control inserts. And they're constantly assessing, they're sorry, monitoring, assessing and optimizing your environment. So now we're gonna get into a floor plan. So we've had a number of meetings with various builders and when you present Swidget as a loan product, the, the, the takeaway was always, wow, that's really cool. But they get, they get overwhelmed with all of the different options and where do they go? So we kind of help create that focus. And we start by talking about your indoor air quality because I don't know of any other solution in way of indoor air quality from a smart perspective that operates the way Swidget and Panasonic does. So we talk about the beginning, we talk about a pre-programmed, no automation necessary. So when I say pre-programmed, no automation necessary, I'm talking about taking our switches, the 204060 control switch, populating with our sensing insert, and it operates out of the box as a smart solution. So the first place we're gonna address is, is the bathroom. And we're gonna look at the powder room and we're gonna put a control switch, a fan control switch with a motion sensor. And that's gonna automatically turn on when occupied and turn off when it's been vacant. And the next area of the house that we address when we talk about indoor air quality is the areas where you have humidity challenges, such as the laundry room or the bathrooms or the bathroom shower. So that's where we're gonna put a temperature, humidity and motion insert. So we can turn the fan on based on occupancy or vacancy, but we can also turn it on based on a rapid humidity rise in the bathroom. The other thing to note is homeowners in general don't fully understand humidity. And their biggest concern from my perspective is when they have a shower, they wanna be able to see their face in the mirror. So they go and they have their shower, they're able to see themselves in the mirror and they walk out of the bathroom and they flip that switch off. The humidity level could still be at a dangerous level. Our switch be with these pre-programmed rules out of the box will not allow that fan to turn off until one of two things happen. Vacancy for five minutes and or the humidity returns to a safe level. So it's gonna actually stay on, it's gonna override the homeowner from turning that fan off. The next area we're gonna talk about is the auxiliary control switch. So this is a variation of that 204060 switch. So it's a dry contact switch. And that would be used to control the on off function of the ERV. That can be centrally located in the home or can be located in the mechanical room. We're gonna populate that with a control insert. So just a Wi-Fi control insert or a Z-Wave or Zigbee, depending on what platform you want. And that just gives us ability to communicate in future down the road and set up schedules with the ERV to turn it on and off. So Justin, what you're saying on that one is if I have the Panasonic Whisper Quiet ERV in a part of my house or in an apartment unit mm -hmm. and I, I go back to the mechanical room with it, I then I still can put that switch in the unit and talk to the ERV for on off boost function. Correct. Yeah, okay. so the, 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 the auxiliary switch is gonna do your on off function. So you yeah. can set up your ASHRAE schedule. You can do that remotely from, you know, if you're where Russell is in Florida and, and his cottage is in Minnesota, he can, he can control his on off function, have the ERV turn on for 20 minutes every hour uh, in, on that low speed. And he could have the ERV boost come on. If the outdoor air quality becomes poor, he can shut off the ERV so that the, the damper closes, you're not bringing in that poor quality air into the home and, and preventing yourself from doing an air exchange when the air quality is actually better inside the home at the moment. The 204060 boost switch, that's gonna be located centrally in the home. 
And that will give you the ability to, sorry, again, on that pre-programmed rules, is it's going to engage the boost function on that ERV based on a VOC level being elevated. So that there is your indoor quality smart solution as a basic, no automation, no downloading an app, no connecting it to a network. That is all pre-programmed. This is gonna take care of your home, take care of your humidity challenges, your air quality in a smart way. But we can go another level. And if we look at... Hey, Justin, before we do that, um, yep. we have a question that came in. Can you explain the pressure control function? Uh, where is the reference port and what are the range set points? So the pressure is, so right now we're just measuring the pressure and we measure it in, in the various um, measurements. I, I think this, the default is uh, KPA. We have no triggers in there at the moment. So we can add triggers, but we basically, it's just a sensor that catches all of that data. And we have the provisions to, we can add into our app the ability to set triggers, set rules and schedules based on pressure, but we haven't come up with, or we haven't been told of any ways of using that to control the ERV at the moment. And this is kind of what you talk about in, in terms of future-proofing it, right? So you've got that ability yep. there. Um, someone may want to use it, but it's not necessarily being deployed at this time. Exactly. And, and same thing with, you know, we talked, I mentioned just a minute ago, about the outdoor air quality. So that's something that's gonna be coming into one of our, our next firmware updates where we'll be able to take the outdoor air quality index and incorporate that into our app. Nice. But we really need to know what is it? Because again, Swidget, are, we're, we're smart controls. We make smart controls. We have our own programmers. We have our own developers. We have our own engineers, but we our expertise is in smart controls. So this is where we're dependent on people at Panasonic and the building science groups to come to us with, you know, what is it that you want us to incorporate? And we can pretty much do anything you guys need to be done. As long as there's a sensor out there and we can fit it into that, that form factor, uh, we can make things happen. Nice. So when we talk about adding devices in way of your, for your indoor air quality, you know, we can add a, a dimmer switch, for example, to control your lighting with an air quality insert. We can put those, you know, maybe in the kitchen, the living space, the primary bedroom. So other areas of the home where you want to get those data points of your VOC levels. And we can do things like we can schedule lights to turn on at sunset. We can have them dim down to 10% at 9 p.m. We can have the light turn off at midnight. But we can also communicate the VOC levels to activate the ERV boost in real time. So when Russell's in the kitchen and he's cooking and has a bunch of people over, obviously those VOC levels are going to go up it's going to automatically engage your ERV. So again, the, the smart solution here and our, our goal is not to make it so you have to open up that switch app and say, oh, I've got 20 people here. I'm going, to, I'm going to turn on my ERV boost. It's going to automatically do it in the background based on what it's seeing in the room and what it's learning from its environment. So the next thing we talk about is this is, we've talked, we've addressed the air quality solution. What are some of the other things that we can do with Swidget? Well, we have convenience options. We talked about convenience options in way of USB inserts. So we have our 20 amp outlet with a USB insert charger. And you know maybe you put a couple of those in the kitchen. We have our 15 amp outlet again with USB charger. 
I, this is coming from real life experiences. We've done a number of model homes. We've done a number of inspiration centers. We've implemented this exact floor plan. So it's 15 amp outlets with USB inserts, bedrooms, office, or den. Our 15 amp outlet with a guide light, maybe centrally in that hallway in your home. So you have a night light when you're in the middle of the night. And then we get into safety options. So safety options, we have our on-off switches and or outlets that you can populate with a power outlight. So that power outlight operates as little mini emergency lights. So when your house is, loses power, those inserts will illuminate and they'll stay on for about an hour. And it gives you a bit of an emergency lighting system for your home. And the recommendation is you can put those at the exits of your home, as well as the top and bottom of this, uh, your staircases. But again, you can also control, so that on-off switch can control your outside lightings to turn on at sunset, turn off at midnight, turn on a, a table floor, table lamp or a floor lamp at sunset, turn off at 11 p.m., those sorts of things. And then we get into energy saving options. So when we talk about energy saving, we can use an on-off switch with a motion sensor. We can create rules for the bedrooms or the office to have the lights turn off when vacancy has been detected for 10 minutes. And you can customize that to however you want it. It could be turn off after five minutes, turn off after 20 minutes, turn off based on something else happening or turn on based on something else happening. There's various things you can do with the Swidget devices. I talked about vampire power or phantom power earlier. You can set schedules to eliminate phantom power. So putting a schedule on your outlet in your office that your computer's plugged into or your main TV that has a TV or game console outlet plugged into other, device, other items in your home, such as treadmills, anything with electronic clocks, printers, those sorts of things, you can set schedules to turn those off or turn the outlet off when they're not necessary to be on. So set a schedule to turn off your TV between 8 and 6 p.m. Turn off your office outlet after 6 p.m. So the next question we get is, okay, this is a, a great solution. We see lots of different options what kind of pricing are we talking about? So what we're gonna talk about today is just MSRP. So when we talk about that basic pre-programmed solution, we're talking about six devices, six inserts, and you're looking at $850, or in around $850 MSRP. To go to that next level and add more points of data in way of VOCs, as well as controlling your lighting, we're looking at $500, which is over 500. The convenience type options, if we added another eight devices and eight inserts, roughly, you know, most of them are, are USB inserts, maybe a night light here or there. You're looking at around that $800 mark. Safety options by adding another three devices or three inserts, 360. Energy saving options. So again, controlling that your lighting to turn it off based on vacancy, take care of some of that vampire power, phantom power. $700 or just under 700. And in all, you could have a total indoor air quality solution plus convenience, plus safety options, plus energy saving options. And that works out to be about just under $3,300 MSRP, 26 devices, 26 inserts, includes your indoor air quality, controlling your humidity levels, your VOCs, your USB charging, your safety, as well as energy savings in way of occupancy vacancy sensors. So in addition to that, we talked a little bit about the notifications, but we have various rules, notifications, schedules that you can do, 
to have your home operate in a smart way. And again, the goal with Swidget is yes, you, if you want to get to this level, you're going to download the app. You're going to connect these devices to the network. You're going to set everything up once, and then you're just going to forget about it. It's going to constantly tear, take care of itself. Next slide here is this is just a cross section of the various inserts that we currently have. Uh, the one insert, I don't know if you guys saw it on the screen there. We are launching our high definition video camera that'll be in Q4. You could use that as a security cam, a pet cam, a nanny cam, a baby cam. There's multiple uses for that. It will be a 1080p high definition video camera. It's going to have a microphone as well as a motion sensor on it. So you can use it in way of a security camera in the sense that when I'm not home and it senses motion, start recording and send me a notification. Recording is gonna be done on a mini SD card that will sit right in the insert itself. So you can purchase a mini SD card, slide that into the insert, recording will get done on there. So we're not utilizing any sort of cloud-based solution. So there's no, no need for a subscription. And that, is Swidget in a nutshell with Panasonic. Great, Justin, uh, I know you were talking about availability. What is North American availability for the product? Yeah, so the, the way the Panasonic-Swidget relationship started, we, we, we started in Canada first. And there's full inventory in Canada and the US, I think Russell mentioned, uh, to you earlier, we're just in the process of getting them situated with all their inventory. All of our control insert modules are manufactured currently in Canada. I'm, I'm based out of Toronto, personally. Our head office is out of Ottawa, if you're familiar. And our manufacturing of the inserts is about an hour and a half away from our Ottawa head office. Our devices are currently manufactured in Shanghai, China. But we're repurposing, we're bringing over manufacturing into Canada. So the goal is to, within six to 12 months, we'll have started manufacturing the devices. And within 18 months to 24 months, we'll be manufacturing everything in Canada. Nice. And Justin, is distribution primarily through HVAC houses or electrical houses, or is it both? It's going to be both. It's going to be where you can find Panasonic currently in the way of ventilation fans and ERVs. Our, our, the purpose of establishing this par partnership with Panasonic is A, they're a very well-branded company. We can provide a, a, a one-of-a-kind solution in way of indoor air quality by teaming up with Panasonic, but they also have a great network of salespeople, distribution, regionals, and that sort of thing. So it gave us an instant way of getting into that market in a, in a in the, in the quickest way that we could get into that market. And what it else, what else it does is it allows our time at Swidget to focus on driving the demand at that builder level. Because as you can see, it takes a bit of education, a little bit of knowledge and, and educating people on what's out there. This is the only modular smart device that you'll find in the market. Yeah. No, that's Justin, great. Justin, I think it adds value too, to talk about, you know, there's really no subscription fee for the product as it as you receive it now. There's no subscription fee for the services. Uh, the other thing that you mentioned is it comes pre-programmed. So a lot of the concerns that we got from builders with previous versions of indoor air quality uh, systems were, you know, the complication of setting something up. And then the challenge of having to 
be responsible for that after the homeowner takes over. You know, the builder provides it and then they're responsible. They feel responsible for the more complicated systems as the owner has the house. In this situation, you're providing the, the Swidget devices as a convenience factor. And then the homeowner does all the setup and programming on their own if they choose to. So you're leaving it up to the homeowner to make that decision to uh, expand the system if you want to, uh, leave the system as it is. You know, we've even talked to some builders, sometimes they wanna just include the devices with the blank uh, device to, to control their costs. So they'll go ahead and have the electrician wire in just with the blank and then the homeowner can then upgrade the system however they want. So it really gives the builder a lot of flexibility for cost control as well. Yeah, it's, it's, we call that our smart ready solution. And you're right, a number of builders, they're focusing in on the indoor air quality. And I'll speak specifically about a builder here locally in the Toronto area, Country Homes. And they've done exactly that. They're including those six devices as that wired smart indoor air quality solution working with the Panasonic ventilation product. And then they're adding another three to five devices depending on the floor plan as a smart ready solution. And it's not a real big gamble on their part. A, they can differentiate themselves from another builder that's down the road, but B, they don't have to be concerned with their homeowner if they want a Wi-Fi solution or a Z-Wave solution. Do they want a USB charger or do they want a high definition video camera? They give, it gives them the flexibility to customize their smart home. And that's what they're recognizing that they, is a value to that homeowner at a pretty, reasonable cost when you're when you're talking about houses in specifically in the GTA. I know every every market's different, but uh, GTA houses are, are not cheap that's, right now. That's greater Toronto area for you Americans on the call. Yeah, sorry, greater <laughs> Toronto area. Yeah. Uh, uh, I grew up north of uh, Toronto in Minneapolis. So hey, just a couple of questions that came in. Uh, is the IAQ sensor tunable so the user can set the parameters that we most care about to drive boost mode of ERV? Yes. So tunable in the sense that what you can do, we have that air quality index. You can, uh, some people want to do the, um, the equivalent CO2 number. So a thousand parts per million is yeah. equivalent to moderate level. So yes, you can download the app. You can connect it to your network and you can customize those settings as you see fit. Nice. Uh, Russell mentioned the, the pre-programmed rules and that's something else that we're going to be adding to our other devices. So we're going to make, we started with indoor air quality, but now we're going to make it so when that motion sensor is put into a dimming switch, we'll rec it recognizes, it knows that I'm in a dimming switch or I'm in an on-off switch. And it's going to operate as a occupancy vacancy sensor right out of the box. Because chances are when someone purchases a motion sensor, they want it to operate in a smart way. So we're going to have those pre-programmed rules. If they don't like those pre-programmed rules or they want to customize it themselves, simply download the app, pair the insert, connect it to your network, and you can program it at the device. It's worth noting as well, those rules live at the device. So what I mean by that is when you create a rule using the app, it's not putting that rule up in some cloud. So even when you lose connectivity for emotion, so an occupancy vacancy sensor, if you lose connectivity to your home's network, that rule lives at that device. So it will operate on that occupancy vacancy rule even without the Wi-Fi connection. Great. Uh, a couple more questions that came in. Could these switches communicate with local utilities for peak load shedding? I, 
it's the, the possibilities are there. Uh, we ha actually, we've had some conversations with some utility companies locally here. Uh, one in Quebec Hydro, actually all of Quebec Hydro is looking at using our devices. You know, I think greater than 50% of your home utility consumption is based on homeowners um, occupant behavior. But how do they know where they're using the power and what they're doing and, and, and change their habits? So by having switched devices within the home in those key areas, we can help identify, you know, here's your areas that you want to look at. Here's how much power you were consuming or are consuming. And here's what you can do to mitigate that. Nice. Another question. Can you control plug A based on the sensor reading on switch B? So you can only, that's a great question. You can, the, the way switch devices are now in the way of outlets is the bottom outlet is controlled. The top outlet is not controlled, but you can set triggers based on a power consumption at the upper outlet. And, and for example, you could have, and we've done this at, um, uh, on another uh, one of our projects, is you could have a ventilation, your range hood plugged into a switched outlet into the top outlet. And you could set a rule within the app. So when I'm, when I'm consuming greater than 30 watts, let's say, so not just the lights on at the range hood, turn on my ERV or my air makeup unit. And we actually demo that in the studio. So I've got an actual two-speed fan here. This is plugged into a top outlet. And when I put on low speed, it's consuming less than 30 watts. When I have a rule that when I'm consuming greater than 30 watts, it's going to turn on the ERV, it's going to turn on this fan, and it's going to turn on the table lamp. For no other reason other than just for a visual because we're doing this virtually but that's going to engage boom and that happens fairly quickly so it's now said hey i'm consuming greater than 30 watts at that top outlet i'm going to set triggers to turn on my fan turn on my lamp turn on the erb hmm. these are all wired up on three different circuits so when i go back down to low speed or if i even turn that fan off i have another rule when i'm consuming less than 30 watts turn off my light turn off the erv turn off my ventilation fan That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, so, that's pretty cool. I think that there are some systems that have some limitations, particularly with indoor air quality sensors, that it can only, uh, there may be a limited, limitation on the number of devices that can be in the home that are indoor air quality sensing or what it can turn on. But really, if, if you're sensing something from any device, you can turn on any other device that has a Cosmos, uh, I'm sorry, a Swidget <laughs> device in it. Um, so that you've got that flexibility to be able to control outlets in other places that you're different from the monitoring location. Russell, as long as you open Pandora's box there, I mean, this is the technology to replace the previous Cosmos system. Is that correct? It is. And, you know, one of the lessons learned with the, the previous version of Cosmos is technology outpaced us every day. And right. it almost wasn't future proofed the way it was, right? And right. Now, and, the partnership and the long, with Swidget. Yeah, before we even knew about Swidget, the long term strategy was to have something like sensors in something that you already have to install in your home anyway, like plugs, receptacles. They're already there. So why not just add the job to be done uh, to those devices that you're already having to pay to install? And you just, if as technology changes, you unplug and plug in the new technology, and it just makes perfect sense to yeah. the future. Also, that way. I have another question that's Panasonic related, but what's the break even? Like, if I'm going to order the Panasonic Whisper Quiet bath fan, 
and add a humidistat to it mm-hmm. versus putting the swidget in that bathroom, it feels like it's about neutral. It's close. Close. Yeah, right? yeah it is. But Obviously, you're looking at MSRP here. So people, you need to take that with a grain of salt. Hopefully your electrician or HVAC guy gives you some sort of discount off of right. that. But uh, go yeah. ahead. Sorry. The other thing that it does is it allows you to make that choice. You don't necessarily have to, if you're really tight budget, which all builders are these days, let's admit it. If, if you have the choice to, to degrade or get put a less expensive bathroom exhaust fan that doesn't have built-in humidity or motion sensing then you can do that with the swidget devices for the same or maybe a lower cost even depending on which fan you buy um yeah so and that's why we wanted to share the msrp on all of these because you know in the past we kind of strayed away from it but that leaves a lot of question you know it, it sounds complicated and we promote a really good idea and then if if you don't share costs well the assumption is Heck, I can't afford it. It's going to be really expensive. But you see these numbers and it's it's really affordable, um, especially if you compare it to other smart home systems that can be a lot more complicated. So this is a way for builders to provide something that uh, has smart home and healthy home technologies built into one at a pretty reasonable and simple entry level cost. Yeah, the, the other thing is you get you know, I've, I have in this dimmer switch here, an air quality insert, and I can control my wall sconce. Hey, Alexa, dim wall sconce two to 50%. I can control my wall sconce using voice assistance, but I can also get air quality information and have my ERV turn on and off. You guys probably can't see that dimming. Hey, Alexa, turn off wall sconce number two. You might have turned her off. I turned mine off since I was uh, in the call. I knew Alexa was very likely to be mentioned in the call. Yeah, I'm probably. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it to chime in. I no, don't she's still talking. It. There she goes. Yeah. Uh, sorry, she's still. Th- I got noise cancellation. She's still talking to me. Yeah. Um, so, any event, you can control your lighting, but you can also have air quality and engage your ventilation product within your home, there's products you can get out there. So you could simply replace that dimming switch with a Leviton, iDevices, Lutron. They all make fabulous products for controlling lighting. Have that controlling your lighting, but then what's the air quality solution? Well, you can buy an external, you know, AirThings makes a great product that does all kinds of monitoring of various things, but it doesn't engage anything. It doesn't do anything other than tell you that, You've got a poor air quality. Well, now you've got to go and action something and do something, whereas this automatically will action and do something for you. Nice. And Justin, uh, we got a question is for the retrofit market, when will this be available at Canadian Tire? <laughs> so uh, the retrofit so it is a great product for retrofit this whole office has been swidgetized uh, this is a 500 square foot open concept office we sublease off our neighbors who's a kitchen cabinetry custom manufacturer and uh, so we retrofitted this whole place i've done a bunch of retrofitting in my own home so it's really easy to retrofit when it comes to the retail side again we've done we're, our, our focus is on creating those partnerships. So using Panasonic in Canada, they have a special agreement with uh, Home Depot as well as I think Home Hardware. 
Um, so we'll leave that to them to figure out the, the retail side of things. But we're really trying to stay away from that logistics, you know, the infrastructure, mm-hmm. the partnerships that we have in place. They're there so that Panasonic is going to support that inventory, support the logistics. They already have that infrastructure. They already know how to deal with these guys and, and how they operate the inner workings of shipping and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so we're not going to get in the middle of that. Great. But that is, a, it's a great point because that is one of the reasons that uh, it was one of the downfalls of the previous version of Cosmos is it really, it only lended itself to new construction and the market right. opportunity is a lot bigger yeah. than just new construction, right? Yeah. The other thing is this system allows you to tease a solution. You know, this probably isn't the proper audience, but, you know, mold remediators, for example, they go in and they fix a problem. But then they leave and the problem can come back. But we could, you know, they, they could add the service. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, you just had this problem. Why don't you go ahead and get this, uh, this device that goes in your bathroom? It'll work with your existing fan. As long as the fan is working properly and exhausting, you know, add this to it and help mitigate that problem. Same thing, yeah. HVAC air duct cleaning. You know, obviously those people care about their indoor air quality. Uh, for them to be able to offer this as a value add, Healthy home retrofit makes perfect sense. Great. The other uh, thing worth mentioning is this studio office here. It's something that we use to demo, demonstrate our product and our offering and the various things that we can do. So you're welcome to, to schedule a one-on-one meeting or a group of you if you wanted to get more interactive and, and figure out you know how Swidget works. I can give you the login credentials for our Squidget app where you can actually log in and turn the things off and on behind me and see the power consumption and how all that looks. So yeah, open to meeting with any of your members to have that demonstration as well. Justin, can you pop your email address up one more time and then Russell, sure, I'll throw it in the chat. If you're not opposed to it, we'd, we'd love to have Justin's email, you know, underneath the Panasonic contact information on the EBA website. Absolutely. But, uh, as I understand it, Justin, if there's a builder out there that is interested, what they can do is they can send you a floor plan of their existing house or their existing apartment building and say, hey, how would you deploy this? And you'll kind of give you, you know, as you walked us through those MSRPs, you were showing multiple different options. So if you say, well, hey, you know what, I want occupancy, uh, indoor air, you know, I want to control my ERB and I want to control my bath fans. Great, here's that solution. If I want to go further and do some motion sensing, great, I can do that. You'll kind of lay that out based on a house plan for a builder, right? Yeah, we can help. I would suggest that, that you, would, you would channel that through the regional experts from Panasonic. And right. then, yes, we have our support team. So we have uh, a support team our, on our, our technical side, as well as myself. Uh, the only reason I say that is because with my amount of travel, is we want to make sure that we're taking care of your needs uh, in a quick manner. So we've trained the Panasonic regional managers and construction sales team. And we've walked through doing a number of these different floor plans with various builders. And then the next level is them training their sales staff, their representative agents, so that we can, you know, get quicker support in the field itself. Yeah, so if any of those requests can come through me and then I can make sure that they get to the proper regional manager or construction sales specialist, uh, the advantage to that as well is you've got somebody there local 
that okay. can help with system setups and everything. But yeah, that's what we've been doing. We've been going through and Justin has been kind of, he's training the, he's the train, the trainers and yeah. the trainers will be all of our regionals and, uh, and construction sales specialists. That makes sense. I got one more question that came in while we're talking. Uh, is there an open API available on the system, Justin? So we can share our API. We can also incorporate other API into our, our app development. So like I said, the Switchit app is as important to us as our product. So we have on our development team and programming team, I think there's about 12 or 13 employees now that work on iOS, Android, firmware, um, back-end development, front-end development, AWS, uh, troubleshooting, all sorts of different areas. But the, the short answer is we can work with you on the API. So we can do that. It just requires putting an NDA in place. Excellent. Well, I just, uh, we're hopeful to do a field installation with uh, Russell's regional manager and with Justin here in the next eight weeks. And we will uh, get that recorded on a site installation and get that out to everyone. So you can kind of see how it goes in. And uh, again, for more information, reach out to Russell or your local uh, Panasonic rep, or Justin's been kind enough to share his email as well. But really exciting new uh, uh, technology. I think it's a great option for some uh, folks, obviously. And uh, we want to thank you for spending some time with us today. Thank you. Appreciate the platform. Yeah, thank you all.